What the fuck? There's a five star storm? Jesus Christ. <laughs> Some things never change. <laughs> Lost $100 in Vegas gambling over the Uh-oh. span of about four minutes. Probably, yeah, about four minutes collectively. Was it, was it like an X Men or Matrix machine or something? That... <sighs> no, this is a James Bond game. Oh, James Bond go. slot machine. Oh. They got him. I thought you were it was say the it was worst, like, the worst gambling yeah. experience I think I've ever had in my entire life. It's pretty I mean, wild. At least it was not the Blake Shelton machine. Welcome to Filmhouse, everybody. Uh, this week I've got my friends Elise, James, and Adam. Hello, You're a friend. This week I got a friend in me. Friend upgrade. Hey, <laughs> friend invite. Did you guys like? Tell us about the target. Oh yeah, we're gonna talk about Toy Story Four. <laughs> All right, now that he said that, yeah. did you guys like how it opens with the uh, "You Got a Friend in Me" classic "You Got a Friend in Me" yeah. song? Yeah. And then later on, a new Randy Newman. You're like, ooh, that yeah. voice is aged. <laughs> oh, it's aged nearly thirty years. I know, but uh, you got a friend. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> we're Kim Toys. <laughs> Before he sounded drunk, now he sounds like he's dying. Mm-hmm. He's, he's getting older. He's, he's also, I know, it, I didn't think they were going to use him because he's been getting like super political recently because he he's just, he's getting old. He doesn't care. He's like, big orange man going really Yeah, I know. But he's, like, well, they got Tim Allen in there, so. They yeah, got Tim Allen to even <laughs> things out. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, well, I, I don't know about you guys, but I really yeah. I thought Toy Story four seemed just completely unnecessary. You like, like b- before I it? saw it, before I oh, saw okay. it, yeah, yeah. yeah. The fact oh, well, yeah. that this movie existed just seemed I would pointless. Say right? that was a common take. I wouldn't yeah. say that's a hot take. I'd say no, across from anyone I talked with, that's kind of how all we were all feeling. It's a terrible guess, take, Dan. That's a, <laughs> not a good take. <laughs> I, I'm a I'm a bit of a cynic, so I guess that's also my cynicism showing through. That I was just ready to kind of be well, bored I, with it or over it or uninterested by it. Hmm. But I was actually completely blown away. Um, just. The emotional resonance, the depth, and the huge heart that this movie had, especially at the end, um, just kind of had me uh, surprised I, at um, the movies, which I, I think mean, is rare now. I feel like when they announced Toy Story 2, I was like, why? Mm-hmm. Why are they doing it? And then Toy Story 3, I was like, why are they doing this? <laughs> Except every single time I'd go see it, and I was like, well, that's fantastic. Like, this is... It gets better. Like, it is, there, is there another weird to think that Rocky. You, at this point you can't trust it? You cannot trust your cynicism. Yeah, it's just every. I can't help myself. Every single time a Toy Story comes, I'm like, well, but why? It was so perfect. Yeah. The other one's so perfect, and they're like, yeah, yeah, but that this one it, is too. It's they because did it again. We grew up with Superman and a quest for peace. That's true. Oof. Where the rule was, the more you make of these, the more garbage yeah. they're gonna get. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think that's a pretty true for most series and films. But yeah. this 24 years. And I think you can at least argue that each one has been better than the one before it. I don't know if I could argue that. No? No. I think think a lot of them are all on the same caliber. Yeah. Okay. I don't know that. that I don't know that I necessarily think that they're better than. I think I, that there are things where they're better. Than, I think Thor Ragnarok is better than the other two oh yeah. Thors, but I wouldn't say something like that about Toy Story. There are things this one did, I think, exceptionally better than three. Um, so, you know, comparing it to the one that comes before it, I would say that this one excelled in humor by far better than yeah. any Toy Story movie preceding it. But I did think that in terms of uh, just having emotional beats that were strong, I felt like it regurgitated and hit on a lot of the same emotions it kind of hit on in previous ones. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure the antagonist has kind of a similar yeah. motive than the last two movies. Yeah, I so I, I, felt, I felt like that was a little bit of a retread of ground in some ways, but the humor was so sharp and so f- wonderful. And I know we'll talk about Forky, I'm sure, in his whole <laughs> own segment. Bastard. Because that was a complete, that was for me the same thing. Uh, I thought Frozen was a pretty bleh movie. I fell asleep for a lot of it. Ooh, okay. But I was so proven wrong by Olaf. Judging from the trailers, I thought, God, this character is going to be insufferable. Mm-hmm. actually thought he was pretty delightful. Mm-hmm. Anyway, Olaf the, or Forky? Oh, both. Oh, okay. uh, it, it, this is another exception of when I had the same response of, Seeing Forky in those trailers and thinking, "Good Lord, what have they done? <laughs> what monster have they created?" And because it looks like a monster, Forky was a wonderful. He he was just enough in mm-hmm. terms of what he needed to provide, and he was great. And he flipped expectations on jokes, and I, I loved it. Yeah. Uh, I'll say this: this that what we're seeing right now is just all of them circling. Oh, this 
So the, it was this the, is the it original. Was the, first, tra- yeah. the first trailer for it is just the, all the characters and they're just like joyously circling each other, and then they, it shows Forky and you're like, what the fuck? And it, uh, this is all I ever saw for this movie. Same. Me I never too. Saw, really? Yeah, me too. I never saw an actual trailer. It was always this, and I saw. Or no, there's one that was also the uh, amusement park at night, and it had oh, two with characters. Ducky and Bunny. Yeah, it had it had uh, Ducky and Bunny just kind of bickering back and forth, but it's not a scene from the movie, and I was very grateful for that marketing. Because I, I had no idea the concept of it <laughs> or what was going to happen or anything. Like I really, I really enjoyed the marketing for this movie. Hmm. I think, Is it because you missed the actual trailers? Like, did you do that on purpose? I mean, or no, think- I didn't avoid anything. Yeah. I just the movies that I saw only had these trailers in it. But I, I feel like it must have been a conscious marketing decision because I do think that this is the story. This is Toy Story again, like. Like Elise was saying, it's the motivations for the antagonist are the same as they've almost always been Similar. since since basically three. Uh, well, toys. I think I'd say it's two, different in a very important reason. Two, three, and four. Well, I mean, like one didn't really have an antagonist, no. antagonist other than Sid, Sid who's but, the, but he, there was no motivation yeah, yeah. behind him. He was just a force. I guess Chaos. the toy-based antagonist. Yeah, two had a uh, antagonist. Three an antagonist. Antagonist four didn't really have an antagonist. Once again, it was just a force that was already there. Yeah, well, they, that they, well, they it wasn't like well, that character had any bearing on the story. They ran into that character and they yeah. entered that person's world. And even after that character got what they wanted, it was still it was it was a a mutual thing. Like that the thing that character wanted wasn't like I'm gonna kill you. It was very much like Pirates of the Caribbean, where it's like we want your blood, and they're like you're gonna kill me. No, no, just a little bit of blood. Uh-huh. Thanks. <laughs> That's all we wanted. Just a little bit. Be on your way. She was a great uh-huh. anti-villain in that well, respect because we didn't look at her like, oh, sh- her her intentions weren't like super malicious. No, really, yeah. it, it was very she, sympathetic. Yeah, yeah, and it's like I think yeah. that why why it feels the same across all the toy stories is because for all these toys their base motivation and want is to be loved and played with mm-hmm. everyone so can relate to those yeah. that's always going to be what I think in each of them it comes back to except for that but, old prospector he just wanted to stay well, in his box well, right? well, didn't <laughs> the bear didn't the guy in the third one also say no one should be loved because I'm not yeah yeah and that yeah. wasn't I G- Gabby Gabby didn't do that the, the difference yeah, is that the, the, I guess those uh, two the prospector and the bear Stinky Pete yeah, Stinky Pete and the bear, whose name is Dan. Mm. Oh God, what's his name? Like Lotso. 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 Um, Lotso. They, Lotso. Lotso. They they both had situations where they were like toys, and then were given up, mm-hmm. and it, like corrupted them. It like, <laughs> yeah. turned them to evil. Yeah. She, she never experienced she never it. experienced it, but she it still basically turned her into this desperate, wanting thing. Mm-hmm. All yeah. toys are in a perpetual needy, state right? of suffering. Yeah. Well, the, the uh, the cool thing here in this movie, cool or I don't know, dark. Uh, the fact that this, this was meant to be Woody's so weird to think of this way. It's a fucking kids movie, but they're like, this is meant to close Woody's story. Yeah. But, but in the beginning of this movie, he's sort of this. He is he is sort of a cowboy in the sense he's a, he's a he's a cowboy at a time. Yeah, where mm-hmm. there he has he has nothing. He's he's sort of left behind, and he has like nothing to live for. Well, he's like a helicopter parent almost. He's Kinda. obnoxiously controlling of a situation that he's right. no longer in control of because or he's, in charge of. Yeah, he, he needs something. And it really actually came through in this movie in a, a way I, I wasn't really anticipating well, that it'd be like, this is this is what retirement looks like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which and is really sad. I think actually like his character being that way, you see the definite growth mm-hmm. in him between the first and the fourth movie because yeah. when Buzz is introduced... He doesn't want another toy mm-hmm. having the spotlight. Like he jelly. wants to be number one. But when Forky comes in, his priority is that that little girl is happy, and it doesn't have to be with Woody. Yeah. It's with that other toy. And I, uh, I really like that. I thought there, that was there are, like, exceptional. There are some moments though where you see some of Woody's like ill intentions coming it's, through, where mm-hmm. he he's con- co- uh, in the movie Forky's constantly trying to kill himself. He's just, he thinks he's trash. <laughs> it's great. And then trash. there's there's the part where. He he throw he gets up there and then Bonnie the little girl holds on to Woody and you can tell he's like this is but also like a weird sexual thing. No, I'm just kidding. I think it's still internal <laughs> I, like I, nature though. I mean, it's uh, like he can't help that he still is a toy. Right. And, well, and, 
Oh. Woody across the series is a pretty great imperfect character, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I think considering how many times they this story has been told and they have to reset that, like a lot of times it's like, oh, we character's gone through growth, but we need a sequel, so they have to basically revert. Yeah, they have yeah. to revert and abandon that growth. They've done a good job examining his different proclivities. Like I think Woody now is the most fully fleshed out person Toy. version of himself he could be mm-hmm. but it's it is it does seem naive to think that like oh well the events of the first movie are just going to completely cure him of all of the imperfections that are built into him mm-hmm. it makes him seem very human in a lot of ways he's a very real character and it's and it's also really good for the progression of a multi-film story where you don't feel like oh, now we're going back again and you can always see everything through the lens of Woody mm-hmm. so oh. uh, it's a movie we didn't need, no one asked for it, and it ended up being one of the best. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's it, not like a, it could it's have weird. been a different Pixar sequel, like a Cars or an Incredibles 2. Yeah. That just seemed pointless. Like, like, to James's point, too, is like, I, I don't even want to compare the movies to each other because I think they cohesively tell a really good story uh, onto themselves. Like, sorry, microphone. But, like, I don't know. It, it's weird. Like, they, they, they enrich each other, mm-hmm. which they, they shouldn't. They shouldn't be this good. And yeah. I, I don't know. I, I, just, also, oh, I, I was going to say, Woody grows so much from the beginning to the end of this movie. And you said he's been doing it for four movies. But mm-hmm. to have so many character moments, <laughs> it, I, it's it's almost it's masterful, so I think. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Those guys are just playing. violent. Mm-hmm. They're yeah. so – they also, like – they could have been terrible characters. They could yep. have, but it was fresh. Like it was fresh. You're talking about Bunny and Peel. Yeah, it yeah. seemed Bunny slightly out of place. But Bunny it and was, Duck, I think. Maybe? Yeah, yeah. Bunny and Ducky. Ducky. Yeah. And Bunny. Also, we were ta- we talked about this all last week, but I was worried about the Keanu Reeves mm-hmm. bit and remember, his Duke I, Kaboom. Duke Kaboom. After the movie, I told Jess, I was like, wow, I was really uh, Keanu did such a good job, and she was like, he was in that movie. I didn't catch that, and I was like, oh, like, that oh, means he yeah. did a great job. Oh, she didn't catch. Yeah. It. Well. That's she, just that's just or she's just that's got, just <laughs> she has Keanu blinders. Her, I was say her being her. It's pretty yeah. obviously Keanu yeah. Reeves. It took me but a, wow. again, like all good Keanu Reeves movies, it is well cast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, He's yeah. the right person to be Keanu Reeves. Yeah. yeah. I He's it, not emotionally yeah. deep. He's got a note. I thought right. it was really cute because I feel like a lot, you know, Canadians obviously are very proud of the time Keanu Reeves spent in his life there, but I feel like oh, John. Americans, <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, yeah. so so Rajan. French Canadian. Um, yeah. It was it was great, but and I love his little like ticks when he moves, uh-huh. and it kind of yeah. reminded me of Fix It Feel It, for, Fix It Felix from Wreck It Ralph, yeah. how yeah. he's always like moving when he's talking po- or you posing. Know. yeah, posing. Yeah. Like, it I was, was like based, really funny. It, I was reading up on the the trivia on it and all the other, which is a giant trash heap because it the first as always the first four things are great, then it's about fifty five people repeating themselves. Uh, like, IMDb trivia? Yeah, so Oh, my bad. God, there were like 400 entries I gave up. It, I, I scrolled to the bottom just to get to the, the spoiler stuff. I sent James and Elise one. Yeah, I appreciate that. Um, which I don't, I don't have on which me, one? but... I can tell you what it was. Uh, I mean... I read it like three times. Okay, go ahead, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was basically like, people often wonder what happened to Andy's dad. Oh, Toy oh, Story yeah. 4 answers that question when the guy comes to get Bo Peep, and it's... It's clear that either he he lives away from them or they've been divorced because that's why he came to get his po- Bo Peep. Except in the movie, it's explained that he's a guy who came to buy it because it was for sale <laughs> online. <laughs> I think it also like it's like it's like uh, we often wonder about Andy's deadbeat dad. And yeah. like two question marks. Like man, IMDb will just take anything. They will. Um, but they were saying that Duke Kaboom is based on an evil Knievel toy. Obviously, yeah. that was but. Uh, it was, I guess it was Keanu Reeves pitched the idea of him being like yeah, constantly because he kept gesturing during the recording session. And he's like, can we, like, would you be able to animate that? And I guess they took it's that perfect. as a note. Yeah. I do feel like that, yeah. that I love, I love the idea of an actor walking yeah. into a VO booth <laughs> and going, I have some ideas about, the, some anima- ideas animation. about the animation and the whole animation team goes, has to go. <sighs> Yeah, that's yeah. a great idea that yeah. we hadn't already concepted out and built the entire fucking engine Just, to do already because that's the toy that we came up with that you're voicing right now. In the same IMDb <laughs> trivia, they did say, uh, what's his name? Um, not Tom Hanks, the other one. Uh, Tim, Tim, Allen. Tim Allen. Yeah, Tim Allen was like, hey, guys, I have some ideas. And he was like, unfortunately, they didn't use any of them. <laughs> I was like, oh, well, oh, gee, no. I wonder why. It was not as buzz heavy as other movies. Although it, very it buzz was light. Very buzz light. <laughs> but I thought it was great. What they did yeah. was yeah. Him was it? It did have its own beginning, middle, and end for his own little short story, 
and yeah. he needed to move well, to the side yeah. for Buzz I also, and for Bo, I also, who we haven't talked about. I also think that in terms of like repeating arcs that this franchise kind of does, they always do something with Buzz every movie where they make him because he's not a superhero, but he kind of can do anything he wants to. So they have to they have to handicap him in some way, and like. In the first movie, it's he doesn't know that he is a toy. And in the second movie, what they do, he's like completely infatuated with his toy universe. And oh, then yeah. in the third movie, Zerg. he speaks Spanish yeah, that's and right. forgets himself. Like they always have to do something. And this is the first movie where Buzz just gets to be Buzz the whole time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I know it's not as much as maybe some other movies, but I was like, oh, I'm glad that they didn't handicap Buzz mm-hmm. in some way. He and listen Bo- to your inner voice, Buzz. Yeah. 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 That oh, was yeah. a good bit. Such a good, that that yeah. was, I guess that was the thing, is just listen to your part. So those, yeah. Also one of those bits where you do it one or two, three times, it's like, okay. But they did it like ten times, and mm-hmm. it was still funny. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, He and Bo Peep have their little moment together. Oh, yeah. Bringing back Bo Peep. Their little Peep. movie, but, but that, in moment. that beginning when she like accepted that her time was over mm-hmm. with yeah. the kid was so, so good. And well, the RC car caught in the rain. Oh, how was, how emotional can a little RC car struggling yeah. against oh, water? Yeah. Darn, it's, darn away. It's, it's so good. Remember the rocket ship? Yeah. <laughs> I saved you. I saved you. <laughs> but it, there, yeah, there was a weird part where, because obviously I'm an adult and I, I go to my city oh, fan ways, but there's the part where he's like... It sounds like we're talking about a lot of specifics. Uh, so uh, it feels like... We can be in spoilers now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Right? So yeah. Warning watching, people, we might start spoiling. Yeah. You want to do the fake the ad reads? We're uh, too excited. Uh, no, fuck it. <laughs> All right. But there's no ad, no, no sponsor this week. Beds are the sponsor. Yeah. All of them. <laughs> Make sure to Sleep buy in a bed. <laughs> Just important. <laughs> Whatever you do, be in a bed. <laughs> Sorry, Adam. All right. Uh, use that code for 50% off bed. <laughs> um... <laughs> You're going to start mailing people oh, something no, you yeah. call a bed. Well, she does the thing where she's like, you know, cowboy, you can get in this box and run away from your your child friend. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I, I could. I could be with a woman. And then he goes, mommy, I miss I miss Woody. And he goes, my little boy. <laughs> <laughs> Did she say get in this box? She's like, yeah, like get in my box. And he was like, interesting. That's exact yeah. verbatim. That's yeah. Happened, yeah. yeah. And, then, and then he goes, no, I love a child. She went, okay, <laughs> weirdo. He wrote on my foot. But... <laughs> Dude, Tom yeah. Hanks, he does so much with that voice. Yeah. And he, uh, one of those guys that seems to have made it through his career without a scandal yet. Like, we were talking about Keanu last week. He, he owns a lot he's of typewriters. He's a real, real stand-up guy. <laughs> yeah, he's, like, pervy into typewriters. He also, he also <laughs> made Colin Hanks thoughts. That's oh, true. yeah. Uh-oh. And Chet Hayes, Chet his Hayes. other son. Oh, his ra- I, guess, I guess Chet Hayes is the blemish on his <laughs> I don't know. legacy. I'm oh, not sure man. how I feel about him. And he's, friends, and he's friends with Tim Allen. Yeah. You know? I wouldn't Where really want to be around. He, Tim Allen's they're the, actors. Tim Allen said that Tom Hanks is a close friend of his. Okay. I read that recently. Yeah, but does Tom Hanks say Tim Allen's a close friend? It's like how I say that I'm like a sister to you, but I I never say you're like a brother to me. <laughs> Think about it. <laughs> uh, I didn't like how hom- homicidal the co- toys were in this movie. That, that the fr- unicorn that really wants dad to well, get arrested. Guys, the dummies were fantastic. Uh, the Bensons? Is that what you were going to talk oh, yeah, about? Yeah, no, the dummies are frightening. No, I was oh. talking about when the the toys are... They took a step too far, I felt like, the toys in this one. where they, It used to be, mom's here, play dead. Now they're like... Physical, they're like moving cars and oh, yeah, cutting the care. brakes and be like, <laughs> we gotta stay away. <laughs> Cut the fucking brakes. Yeah. <laughs> and like they're they're just talking to the people now. Where I was like, it obviously it's a kids' movie, so who cares? But I was like, the rules have changed, guys. Mm-hmm. Pretty soon, toys and humans oh, yeah. will coexist. When she's uh, yeah. um, when Kristen oh, Shell's doing the like GPS, and yeah. she's like, go left. Well, there's there's the part. I hope you go to jail. <laughs> they want the dad yeah. to go to jail. Well, like, that was such a good gag. <laughs> yeah, but still, it's like. And add an okay. end. It is it its it own is, punch at the end. It yeah. is okay. a like lore universe rule change of rules a little, a bit. little bit, but yeah. I think I think over the course of four movies, where I think I was okay with us getting to this point. Mm. Um, also, I don't care much for this family, no. and I do hope the father goes to jail. <laughs> I'm not big on Bonnie, to tell you the truth. I'm okay with Bonnie. I mean, I didn't care about okay. Andy, so it doesn't really matter. What made Andy special? Well, I'll tell you this much. Well, I guess my big, it's not a criticism of the movie. It's just something I noticed mm. is that I think maybe it's for me, but I would also say just based on the history of films that there is a certain universal pace at which you can develop emotional resonance. And you they hit it 
three, Toy Story 3, they hit it on the nose. It's a bullseye. It's like the third movie. You've had enough time to feel like these characters are a part of your life and a part of your family and their story is your story. Mm -hmm. That when Andy leaves at the end of Toy Story 3 and the little girl makes Buzz wave yeah. and then Andy goes like, my toy, I'm saying goodbye to my toy. Yeah. Like it, it, that, did you get goosebumps? Yeah, goosebumps to yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, that is like the pinnacle. That's the pinnacle moment of emotional payoff I think you can get. When you do another movie afterwards and then it has emotional payoff at the end, I wasn't there yet again. Really? Yeah. It, it felt oh, like man. the way, it felt like if you go into the ocean and there's ever those two waves and the first big wave hits you and then a second wave just kind of come and just like mm -hmm. pushes you a little bit more. Mm -hmm. But it's, it's never the big wave. I felt like you need a certain amount of time to build up to that payoff. And I wonder if the magic number is three. I wonder if like in terms of like yeah. trilogies and stuff, like three is the right number of movies to hit something. So you need that much time to be invested to have an emotional payoff? Just to build something, to build something to really pay it off that big. I think three is the right amount well, see, of time. I, th I think right, this movie went more personal with Woody than than the third one. Like the third one was kind of about a lot of them well, and, but, and moving on or growing up or whatever. But this was specifically Woody's character's time to figure out what his purpose in life is but I and mean, to maybe move on from that. I think that was what three was about though too. Three was he was expecting to go to college. He was like he was like, I mean so much to this kid, I'm just gonna ride it all the way out. This emotionally this stunted whole child. And then and ultimately he and Andy had to make a decision that no, we should go our separate ways. And so I still think, like, I think all of the movies are Woody's story. So I do think that three is also Woody's story. And then, and that payoff is the culmination of those three movies yeah, and his relationship with Andy is huge. For him saying goodbye to the other toys, I'm like, oh, well that's big too. But he already dealt with what felt like the most massive emotional yeah. experience he could in the last movie. So just for me, him saying goodbye to the other toys at the end of four well, wasn't as big an emotional moment no. for me as it was in three, him it's saying a, goodbye to it's Andy. It's just a different big actualization for him, I, I, I think. Yeah, I guess it, it's, I've got this playlist fucked up. And now. for me, because I felt like they were retreading some of the emotional beats of goodbyes, I, I didn't feel, like I didn't get, I, I got pretty weepy at the end of Toy Story 3, but mm -hmm. for this I was like, oh, that's really beautiful, but I didn't, it didn't, um, like resonate as hard with me, mm -hmm. um, and also I like I there was some story stuff that I'm like, okay, well, Bo Peep was pretty. It's pretty predictable that she's not going to go back with the other toys mm -hmm. right, because sure. like she's she's found her Pix own world. Yeah, Pixar's not going to take a woman that's like found her own individuality and strength and go bring okay, her down to our level. Yeah. <laughs> bring her back with the toys, and then with with Woody, I was like, I just can't see him saying goodbye to Bo again. Mm -hmm. yeah, they. So when he went with her, yeah. I was like, okay. You see it coming. Yeah, yeah you see but, it all coming. Well, so yeah, it, it, They it, set it up. They're like, look at this beautiful world of lost toys. It's so amazing, mm -hmm. isn't it, Woody? And then and with, like, you have to define with, yourself um, by a kid's room. With the caddy Chathy, Gabby Gabby, I was, I was also like, it seems a little too perfect that she would go to this child and then immediately everything would be fine. Mm -hmm. So when yeah, the little yeah. girl cast her aside, I was like, yeah, that's like that. That's a perfect. It's it was a bummer. It's a little. It's a it little it predictable. That doesn't mean bad. No, by any means. It just but means it's, it's, it's. I'm. I'm like when when they said I. I didn't see the Andy thing at the end of Toy Story. I didn't well, see giving away. When you were fucking sitting in the incinerator yeah. in three. I was like, this is how Toy Story three is gonna end. <laughs> yeah. Like watching it, I was like, are you shitting me? They're all gonna die holding hands together as mm -hmm. they go in. I was like, I believed it. <laughs> <laughs> but I think you could telegraph more of this film, which again is not, it's not necessarily. Yeah. It's yeah. not a problem. It's just I just think it's something about you've seen enough by this point that you can kind of see where everything is going. Um, I, I, I enjoyed that kind of the the dive into. So like Woody, your purpose was to make children happy or to make Andy happy or Bonnie or whoever it is, and like now that that's kind of over how do you come to grips with what your purpose in life is like, yeah, like, it's like how, how do you realize something in your own life that's not about making I, someone else happy i guess it's comparable to like a parent raising a child that child going off into the world as an adult and now yeah. what does that parent find mm -hmm. with, them, with he, themselves he kind of had a mrs doubtfire moment where he's like <laughs> i'm gonna i'm gonna help this child 
but I'm going to do it secretly so no one knows. It might piss some people off, but my intentions are good. But he also has a Freudian slip where he calls Bonnie Andy. And he did it a couple times. That's like, really good. Ooh, that'd be, He's yeah. got some issues. I mean, we've all, we've all been there during <laughs> coitus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, the animation you can you can see it right here the the change in animation quality from mm. from previous iterations to what they're doing now. I mean, just yeah, is but, fucking absurd. But yeah. I, that's my one of my Absolutely. favorite things about it like, is that what they changed the most seems to be lighting mm-hmm. and, and texture. And texture. Yep. You can just which, the difference between Woody's face and her face. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's, it's pretty astounding it's because nuts. it doesn't feel. There are pro- probably other movies that will feel way more dated than Toy Story because they're like, oh, we have this new technology. Let's go buck wild and go crazy sure. for this sequel to yeah. uh, Minions or whatever. Yeah. You know, like, Did you know we can mocap anything? It will look good <laughs> forever. And you go, <laughs> yeah. I think Monsters. that I think that they're really good at picking and choosing in Toy Story where they're going to advance things. Like kind of in the faces of the children and like, you know, the expressions and then especially the lighting is like a major thing that I think they've improved. Well, the whole antique shop too, just just seeing like like dust on objects Mm -hmm. and stuff like that where it's like, they, to to just say, just I guess to speak of, to to the testament of Toy Story, Toy Story 1 and 2 I guess now look dated. Oh, they do. But the animation's so good, the story's so good that it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. I don't know. You, I think you forgive it. It's oh, absolutely. I, well, in the, the first yeah, Toy Story, like, that was the first computer, wholly computer generated film, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it yeah. changed the mm-hmm. way animation is. Yeah, yeah. And then like, since completely. then, a lot of garbage has come out. Ants and how <laughs> 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 <Not> dare you? That's <laughs> the celebrities. Ask me what I'd like rather ants. watch between Bugs Life and Ants right now. No. Which would you Ants. rather watch? Oh, look at that no. thing of a Every movie time. like no, Monster House. It looks time. like garbage. Oh, well, Monster House. So there's certain things, too, all the phases of computer animation, <coughs> where this was like computer animation but animated by hand, where they mm. keyframed in things. Mm. Monster House was when they were experimenting with motion capture. And looks weird. more than how terrible it looks is the animation. The movement of the characters mm. is terrible. Terrible. Mm-hmm. I hate, hate <laughs> mocap so much. It like you can use it as a reference, like when they filmed the Alice in Wonderland girl doing the whole movie and then drew on top of her. Yeah. But there is something if you just go, well, there we go. That's how it looks when someone walks. It is going yeah. to be terrible. Well, no, nothing in Toy Story felt like a, and any of them has ever felt like a crutch. No, yeah. it's never been like people are gonna love the way this looks no matter what. The story's gonna be so so. But it was like no, everything they everything they do is in service to the story. Or the characters or anything like that. So that's I think that's one of those, one of those things where I think it will it will stand the test of time. As opposed to Monster House, which we we're all rooting for. <laughs> you know, Monster or, House is a great movie. Like in in everything but the visual execution. Like oof. the story is really good, but no. God, it's really hard to watch. I just it's so ugly. I just also it was hard for me because the internet's ruined everything for me. But I remember a guy wrote this idea down a while ago. He goes, I like to imagine that. I'm Andy, and then I'm older, and then I jerked off onto Jesse, and then the other toys have to sit there and leave her because if they move, I'll know. Yeah. <laughs> what? <the fuck>? <laughs> I think Did the you idea send is me that, that, or I he, saw that somewhere? Yeah, he like goes, he goes in his room, jerks off on Jesse, and then she's covered in this dude's <laughs> bum, and she has to lay there oh, while all the toys look at her, unable to help because yeah. if they move her, when he comes back, he'll know that she moved. <laughs> Jesus. So. Yeah, so that's basically what this movie is about. <laughs> <laughs> um, Josh Cooley, director, first time director. This is his like debut film, mm-hmm. and I think that's pretty fucking crazy. Did Lasseter direct it as well? Did he's, he, no. he like started he, it? He was one of yeah. the eight that's credited writers. Okay, yeah, because yeah. I mean, I know Rashidi eight Jones writers. and her writing partner yeah. partner started it, and then they Left. scrapped a lot of what they did. I think they yeah. said it was creative hugs. Yeah, that they <laughs> left on or. Too much personal space or lack thereof. I forget. Forky being a sounding board for everyone was so great. I sorry, Dan. I don't know. I just I got. I love talking about Forky. You talked about your love for Forky. Tell us about why you love Forky so much. Because I I honestly sorry. Oh no, go ahead. (laughs) I just asked you. I found him kind of obnoxious because he caused so much. At the end, I loved him. Yeah, but he caused so much trouble for Woody. That I was ready for them to let him fly out the window. It's like Woody, be gone with Forky. Woody created You're a that spork. Man. Woody, Woody created the problem. Woody was yeah. the problem throughout the movie. Yeah. I like Woody though. No, you can like Woody, but every every problem in the movie was because of Woody. Like 
Forky solved all the problems by killing himself over and over and over. <laughs> yeah. And it's a little girl, so she would have got over it yeah. because she's going to find a Polly Pocket or something and move on with her life or, like, get a period and, like, changes everything. She's, like, four. I'm time sorry, I interrupted no. you. I'm to ask you a question. Sorry, sorry. Tell us why you love Sporky. As I said, Sporky, Sporky. should have been insufferable. I guess I, I, maybe to some obnoxious. Uh, I think I was just so surprised by how funny he, yeah. they actually wrote him. Mm-hmm. And him being a sounding board to Woody when they're having that walk to the RV park and Forky, mm. Woody is unloading on Forky his whole history with these toys and buzz. Like, that was just a great moment. Which, once again, causes problems for him. Forky being the... Then uh, comic relief to uh, Gabby Gabby, um, mm-hmm. and and him give, you know giving Gabby Gabby the four one one on the other toys and everything. Like I just thought he was just <laughs> such a great device mm-hmm. to have in the film. Well, also, just Tony Hale. Tony yeah. Hale was great. Tony I thought Hale's it was John delivery. Mulaney at first, and then I'm like, no, it's Tony Hale. Yeah, yeah. Um, when they were walking back from the RV, is when I could hear the Tony Hale yeah. voice, mm-hmm. which he's been killing it post Arrested Development. I know he's been doing other stuff for years, but like. Also, Veep, he's amazing on. He's been doing a lot of voice acting, and, like, uh, he did a Joker voice a while ago in a Batman mm-hmm. Ninja, yeah. which he did a great Joker. I don't know. And then he was on a series of Unfortunate Events. He was great on that. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. good on him just not being typecast as Buster yeah. Bluth for the rest of his life. So. Also, putting, uh, to juxtapose to these toys that all they desperately want is to be loved, and Forky... Just who's been trash. created and, and someone wants to love him more than anything. He just wants trash. <laughs> like, um, <laughs> I, I saw someone online make an analogy that uh, Forky is is someone who's constantly putting themselves in the, tr- in the trash only to have the other people around them pull them out. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I, I was like, I was like, man, that's like that's something that I feel like a lot of people can relate to. Well, I, I You're just, not um, disposable. I just like yeah. when they're talking and then Forky goes, <gasps> he understands. He goes, <gasps> yeah, I'm her trash. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And Forky's trash wife at the end. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like it was just there was no character that I I really felt like was uh, annoying in this. You know, mm-hmm. no, yeah. I oh. thought they were all great. Even all this posing stuff. It was actually pretty clever. No, oh, yeah, he's great. Yeah, I thought. Uh, Key and Peel, I felt almost like they were typecast at some point because yeah. it was just they're like, we like you as Key and Peel, do Key and Peel stuff, and I was mm-hmm. like, they can they can do more than that. like no no no, argue with each other, yeah. dance, do my thing, but yeah. it, it ended up working and they they're were too fine. funny though. The problem is it's still too yeah, funny. They're really yeah. cute. Like, no, they worked out. Do you, you can tell they went into that room with a few lines and then just did whatever they mm-hmm. wanted to do. I thought Bo is a great character. Mm-hmm. She, they made her, they put her in this situation where she was cast out. She was kind of at her lowest, but they didn't make her a victim or make her yeah. this character that was like self pitying. Didn't it wasn't they, a damsel in distress. No. I didn't care for her agenda <laughs> <laughs> when she said they should call it women's story. Yeah, <laughs> I, I looked into the camera and winked. <laughs> she was she was well written in my opinion. She was fine. I I, I like that. Adam one, tolerated her. Well, no. On, on one hand, it was like okay, it's, it is the 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 paradigm shift, which I'm, it's fine. It's like a strong female character for young girls to look up to. But it was never, she's like, because of my vagina, I'm strong. She represented yeah, well, just, I mean, it did. It could have been male, female, didn't really matter. It just worked for her character that it was like, she represented the sort of like, the independent side of like, I guess, you know, retirement or something. She represented well, she did, millennials. She doesn't define herself <laughs> by a child. Yeah. 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 And she had a broken arm and all those other things. It was just stuff, a big yeah. laugh. She was Furiosa. Basically. basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Can we talk about uh, G.I. Joe who never gets high fived? <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, wow. That was super <laughs> funny. That was, I think that was the first part of the movie where like I, I laughed out loud. And I was like, that was, <laughs> I guess also, yeah, I guess. There's a lot of laugh out lo- loud moments in the movie. Yeah, but which just. I think is unlike Pixar. Yeah. The, the, the other thing they did in this movie, just kind of talking about the animation too, it's like they made the animation funny. Mm-hmm. There's not oh, yeah. a lot of movies where animation is funny. Mm-hmm. I think toys just lend themselves to it because they're sort of stop motion in that way. But Combat Carl, one of his th- his third alter ego, the the snow version, who keeps getting dissed <laughs> on his high fives. But like it's sort of if you if you don't notice it, it's not mm-hmm. funny. Yeah, I was like that's that's just good animation where people in the background are like probably doesn't say in the script, and then third Combat Carl doesn't get high five. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it was that was super funny. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't. Know. It was. It was Freaking just, just well done. Yeah, all the, all the um, just like timing of the animation was just so ripe for comedy. Like, and those dummies 
were fantastically funny. Yeah. Um, Did it throw you at all when they were called Benson? I just thought it was cute. Okay. Yeah. I, it took me a second. The, the IMDb trivia states, perhaps the ventriloquist dummies don't talk because they're ventriloquist dolls and people need them to talk. And then you reply, yeah, no shit. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty much implied. Look at that cat. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. Like, th- there was a thing I remember watching the, the making of, I think it was Finding Nemo. And they were talking about, they were getting to a point where the, some of their stuff was getting a little too realistic. And they had a shot of a whale. They had a reference shot of it, and you couldn't tell the difference. Mm-hmm. And this is Finding Nemo, you know, 2001, yeah. 2002, whatever. Uh, yeah. And so, like, they've gone out of their way to make stuff look more cartoony. Mm-hmm. And so, like, when you see stuff like that where it's a cat, they could have just made it look like a real cat, but they go out of their way to make it look like a cartoon cat. It's, it's so weird. Is that what happened to, with Shark Tale? <laughs> Shark Tale yeah. was too real. Yeah. So that was the problem. Was like, is that Will Smith's face? <laughs> <laughs> Martin's why are his lips so big? I don't get why. Who, what Did no child? one get in trouble for that? <laughs> I, I just, I, I thought this was very relatable. Oh, yeah. When the, the kid gets the toy and it <laughs> sucks. Belgian. And he throws it away immediately. I loved how he, he jumped over a, a hockey toy. Yeah. <laughs> like, because like, yeah. I don't know. You guys all had those, right? Well, they Every Canadian like, kid is like, his favorite one. boxing day yeah. present. <laughs> like, it's all Canada. <laughs> what was the boy's name again? Bajon. Bajon. Like Reagan, I guess. When his face appears as he's doing that jump, it was so good. Another laugh out loud moment. Once again, though, the toys, they stepped over a line and it got a little weird when they were like, now the cops are getting involved. Like, And they're like, they're locking themselves out of the car. I'm like, what if, what if the toys are like, let's play a prank on the family, and there's wolves outside, and like, Haha, Forky's locking the door. <laughs> yeah. See, that, that ties a little bit. So one of my major dislikes of this movie is there was a lot of humans. There was a lot of people in this movie, and I think that detracts a lot from the Toy Story. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I also think they're ugly looking, I, like too, yeah. too oh, rubbery yeah. and kind of cre- Like the way the humans are yeah. designed? Yeah. I like the way they I look. Mean, I'm I not think mom's com- breasts were too small. <laughs> I, think, I, think compared to, my I think compared to how some other design aspects for humans go, I was okay with it. Yeah. They're like they're like halfway to Ratatouille. Like they're, it's, they're not full they're stylistic, not dolls, but-, but they're like halfway to to it to make the toys always seem more interesting. I was just having a hard time trying to figure out how old the dad was. I was like, you 40, you 55, what are you? I'm trying to figure out because you have a three-year-old child or whatever, five. It's weird now. I don't think I have any real dislikes for this movie, but it's weird now that we're addressing the retirement of characters in movies that we watched when we were children. Was it 95? Because, like, again, this Toy Story. But don't forget, Cars 3 came out years ago, and Mm -hmm. Cars 3 is, listen, Lightning McQueen, he's he's over the hill. Wait, there's a third (laughs) Cars? Yeah. I thought they subbed after two. No, they did three. And And it's basically, it's great because it's basically like the plot of a, you know, Michael Douglas, uh... It's Rocky, right? No, I mean, kind of. Yeah, it's like Rocky Five, yeah. but more like I think it's more like one of those like bucket lists, like Jack Nicholson and Morgan Freeman, and Morgan Freeman are going out for one last <laughs> hurrah yeah. or whatever, or Wild Hogs. It's basically the equivalent of Wild Hogs, but with Lightning McQueen. Mm-hmm. And now we're doing the post-retirement, what to do with his few remaining years, <laughs> Woody. And I'm like, what the fuck? How old are we? <laughs> yeah. We're Old. never going to retire. We don't get to retire. This no. generation doesn't get to retire. Well, How come Woody gets to? My, my only thought is this movie did well. It's going to continue doing well. And after three, everyone was like, that was it. We didn't think we needed three, and it was done. And they said, here's a fourth one. We said, we don't need it. And they made it and said, that was really good. Mm-hmm. That is such a good fi- finality, uh, or just a finale to the whole thing. Is someone at Pixar going to go, what about Buzz's story? Well, here's here. <laughs> what, about the, what about T-Rex? Pixar did come out before all that happened and said we are going to focus on closing out some of these properties that we have and that's why we've been getting Incredibles 2 Toy Story Cars 3 we've been getting Finding Finding a Dory a sequel to like every single thing mm-hmm. but they have now said before this came out that okay they're going to take a break from sequels that's, they're going to do original yeah. stuff now that's, the that's problem is at their best too but the problem Coming is when those stuff. don't yeah. make a billion dollars yeah. They yeah. only make $500 million. Well, I think yeah. it was Lasseter that said they'll only make sequels if it's if it's a good script or good idea. And if I That's can a nice thing to say. I, I mean, yeah, and if they're not under the thumb of some company that's saying we need 400% yeah. profits. 
I, yeah. I, I do think that was Pixar went their best when they made new ideas. Uh, this is a great movie. Some of the Toy Story movies are great movies, but the constant Cars, Second Incredibles, it just seems against what I really loved about Pixar, which was coming up with new ideas. It's kind of what reinvigorated Disney, period, when they acquired this company. Like, Toy Story characters are canon characters for Disney now. Mm-hmm. They're mm-hmm. the only new ones in a generation. Um, well, Elise and I were talking about this. We live in the era of brands, mm-hmm. and all that matters is a brand. It doesn't matter anything else. We were, Again, we were in Vegas, and you know what all the slot machines are? Brands. brands yeah. The Walking Dead slot machine. Why would mm-hmm. I ever? The Blake Shelton slot machine. Blake Shelton slot machine. <laughs> Ghostbusters. Yeah. Um, Big Bang Theory slot machine. Sure. Like, Oof. nothing matters except for the brand because it's cheaper than figuring out how to advertise something new. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I don't know. I hope that that phase doesn't last forever. Well, right. Pixar did announce their next original movie, Soul. They did. Well, they had the trailer for the other one, Onward, yeah. which looked interesting, which yeah. is... Everyone looked really ugly in that, though. Yeah, and it, it did that thing, which I hate, which is they're like... It's a fantasy story. Oh. But what if electricity was invented? I'm like, don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. I've seen Bright. I know what it's like. Okay. But, I mean, granted, I, I've, I've learned to just not judge a book by its cover because I remember mm-hmm. being really excited for Incredibles 2, and then I saw it, and it was car- hot garbage. Oh, yeah, at the, um, at the end when he remembers the sheep's names. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You okay, well, Dan? Just so many good enough. Woody moments. It took what's, him fucking long enough, though. So what's but that's gross. I'm telling you, Woody has dementia. That's <laughs> yeah. what this whole movie is yeah, actually I so. about. I think so. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, what was the new one? Soul. Soul. Is like about Korea? I don't know. I didn't. I only no. saw the yeah. title graphic they posted. I didn't look into they didn't, it. At all. They didn't Spelled release soul? anything else. Yeah. I don't okay. believe. But it's weird because it only it comes out only a couple months after Onward. So okay. like it's not a yearly release that I saw. Okay. Um, I don't know. I mean, yeah. I'll, I'll I'll continue going to see them. There's a yeah. ton of Pixar movies at this oh, point, this and it? some yeah. some that I am interested in, and some that I am less interested in. Like, I haven't seen Inside Out more than once. Yeah, true. Um, I haven't seen. Yeah, I've missed some of the more recent. I, mean, I didn't Pixar watch movies. Good Dinosaur. I was, I've, did I, anybody? Good Dinosaur is not I good. It. it is bad. I started. I started. It's actively bad. It's just not good. There's I've, like you're like, why is this? Um, it's really ugly. Number one, and mm. it's just not. Fun. There's a dad that dies at the beginning. You're like, that's it. <laughs> Up's good. Did you catch the up reference <laughs> in this movie? Toy Story 4? Yeah, well, no, no. balloons or something. I don't know. There's a what ton of it? shit hidden in the Je- background. Jess right? told me because it, it went over my head. But she's like, uh, remember yeah. when Bo Peep gives him the, um, the bottle cap? The bottle cap? It's the same one from Up. And I was like, I saw that movie uh, once. I, I cried and I moved on. Isn't there a toy in the antique store too? Like an no, Up toy? Probably. There was that everything. Read yeah. 9 trivia. They're like, Obi-Wan's in the background too. Oh. Also, there's a bear from The Shining. And I was like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Maybe, or now you're just seeing what you want to see. They did have that little Tin Man, little, the original Woody character from when they did the um, the short. short. Oh. The original. He's the one who opens up the uh, the, the little mm-hmm. slot machine. And he like looks at Woody like, meh, I don't like you. But it was. That- the snow globe, snow globe, snowman snowing. Do. Yeah. He's in background. <laughs> <laughs> so, um. <laughs> What's your favorite Pixar movie, Adam? What? Why? Uh, I, I think just, it... So maybe talk a little bit about... Just so we can wrap this up. Oh, gotcha. Talk about... <laughs> Man, A I, little bit about Pixar's legacy oh, and, or what you like I wasn't the most about this. Pixar. I can go... I can yeah, go. yeah. You well, got a favorite? Or yeah, yeah, few. Yeah, it doesn't have to be two. one. <laughs> <laughs> Cars 2. It's the Empire Strikes Back with the Cars film. Um, I guess in terms of art, Wally. Yeah. But... I think Incredibles is probably the most rewatchable for me. Sure, fantastic. But also, movie. Cars Two is really good because <laughs> the because gr- of the spy thriller aspect. The alternative fuel green car is the bad guy. <laughs> I, I honestly forget about Coco. I forget that movie was fucking amazing. I did. Yeah, I, did I did love Coco. I about it. Well, the thing is, Disney. Disney Animation Studio and Pixar are starting to look so much the same. Where I'm like, Zootopia. I'm, yeah, like if you told someone that. Pixar made Moana, you'd probably believe them. Yeah. Because yeah. they're looks just... the same. Looks mm-hmm. the same. It's good. It's a good movie. Frozen's good. Someone's got to keep drawing, okay? Because <laughs> I can't keep track of all these computer stuff. Uh, but yeah, that was Pixar. Do you have a fave? Cars 2? I'd say if I had to round up top five in no particular Cars order, <laughs> it's five. Wally. Cars 3. Um, Ratatouille. Um, Wally Ratatouille up. Um, Monsters Inc. Coco and probably this. 
Monsters University? I never saw oh, that. Oh, Monsters University is great, too. I fucking love It's actually pretty though. good. Monsters University is real good, except for the fact that they never address yeah. that all those people are getting a degree that will be useless in only a matter of years <laughs> <laughs> once laughter becomes a more efficient form of energy consumption. It's very strange. Um, I, I, I saw uh, there's some article recently comparing Pixar with Studio Ghibli and saying which one maybe made the most amazing films mm, in total. Yeah. Mm. Um, it's tough. Wow, let's put all this good stuff against each other. There's yeah. only one way. Yeah, there's only one winner. <laughs> there's only one path Wait, to What victory. conclusion did they come to, if any? Uh, it was just a big picture of Nausicaa with a thumbs up at the bottom saying Ghibli has made less bad films, oh. I think. Yeah, okay, maybe their average is better. What Dan, what's your favorite I don't know. So Incredibles, Monsters, Inc., and Coco, I think, are next-level films. How is it Finding Nemo? Interesting. Um, yeah. Or Finding Dory. I also worked at a movie theater when Finding Nemo came out, so I kind of hated it I, because the seagull of the said people. mine. I was mine? like, mine? I was like, that's fine. But in terms of things that I love about Pixar, which are like the visual of it mm-hmm. and the story, I, Finding Nemo is not up there. For me. I don't like how many actors Toy Story has killed. That's fair. What? Jim Varney. Jim Varney, Don Rickles. Don Rickles. Why Don Rickles? The voice, Why? The voice of original Earth? Andy. <laughs> <laughs> Killed on set when a light fell on him and they didn't even need lights because he was just VO. I didn't appreciate the deep fakes of uh, Mr. Potato Head. That was, oh, yeah. that was weird. Just pulling random lines out. Yeah. Arnie's like, wow, that's a thing. We should. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> like, we should go to the RV. <laughs> and they're like, seamless. It's okay. Yeah, yeah. And he goes, that's right, Woody. Yeah. They just get Woody. They combine two woods and an, a wood and an E. They're pulling lines from other movies. Yeah. Um, oh. I'm, with, I'm with James at Incredibles. This yeah. probably... Subject but it, matter, but it's also tainted by Incredibles too. I don't Man. see. I don't hate Incredibles. Nah. Too. I just it, was it like, sucked. it's basic. No, I yeah, I, 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 I disagree <laughs> that it sucks. I just was like, wait, why did we wait so long for what is basically just a sequel that probably could have come out a year later? Yeah, that's well, why. Yeah. That's what my problem with Incredibles too. Also, give all those people seizures. It was fucking awesome. Oh yeah. Well, I was just like, <laughs> that was dark. Incredibles, that that Incredibles, and Unbreakable were two superhero movies that came out around the same time that were way ahead. Yeah. Of the superhero genre. Like, those are two movies that should have come out now where we're sick of superhero movies and you need something that needs to be a critique on superheroes or a different angle. But then Incredible Sue comes out and goes, it's a movie about superheroes. They're like, no, but but be something unique. You're like, Mr. Incredible's tired because Jack-Jack's got powers. <laughs> Remember? Yeah. Jack-Jack. And I'm like, oh, god damn it. Yeah, it was kind terrible. of terrible. Anyway, but yeah, Incredible's is like infinitely rewatchable. Maybe if you had gone to see... Whatever. Uh, what was the movie about the Jack Jack's Tomorrowland? Oh, Tomorrowland. Oh, I did see Tomorrowland. Okay. Well, if maybe you, if you had gone to see um, what other what Brad Bird it? movies? Rogue uh, Nation. Uh, <laughs> what was it? It was Iron was Giant. John Carter from Mars. Oh, I did yeah. see it. I and liked that, that movie. That was, I did like that movie a lot. It was directed by the director Stanton. of Finding Nemo. I yeah. know. Yeah. I'm just saying, they're trying to stop. This. They don't want to make sequels, okay? <laughs> but when all their live-action movies bomb, they have to go back and then make make sequels, all right? That's the rule. Gotta come crawling. It's like when one of us ultimately leaves yeah. Funhouse to break off and do something, and it fails, and then we have to come mm-hmm. back here and make like Demo Disc Part Auto. 2. Yeah. Hey, guys, remember me? And they're like, welcome back, loser. Yeah. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah. Oh well. Anyway, I think this this is Pixar at its best. Um, they're they are masters of storytelling and mm-hmm. I think emotion. They manipulate the shit out of you, um, and they do it really, really fucking well. I'll see you at Pixar Pier. That's where I'm going. <laughs> are you going this weekend? Yeah, I want to go. There's to that the Mr. Stranger Potato. Th- there goes. Oh. He's like, "Welcome to the ride." <laughs> well, there's the Stranger Things uh, Pier thing is happening this weekend in Santa Monica. Oh. What? Who cares? Oof. I'm over Stranger Things. Well, that's next week, right? Stranger Things comes out on July 4th, I I have no recollection what happened in Stranger Things Season 2. are we not going? Except for (laughs) that one episode all about Eleven that was terrible. Oh, yeah. That's the only thing I remember from the whole season. They were like, you know know who's cool? (laughs) Eleven! So when Adam and I go to the Pure Experience this weekend, we're going to need a recap to fully enjoy it. I'm going to CatCon. See you there. (laughs) No, I can't. I didn't ask you to come. No, go to. I'm sorry, I'm busy. I can't. <laughs> they, I went. I uh, I was looking for some summer wear, and I went into the H and M, and they have Stranger Things branded clothing. Oh, nice. Oof. And I thought I was like, 
oh, that's not so bad. They had a tank top. It's like Hawkins swimming pool, cool. But then it has a giant Stranger Things logo uh, on the bottom. Like that's what I want to wear on about. Yeah. Stranger Things. Yeah. It's like when you put get your a logo on Halloween it. costume yeah. that says Ghostbusters on it, <laughs> yeah. and you're like, okay. I just had a shirt that said Wolverine. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That way they know. They used to look. Oh, there he is. I'm, I'm in Wolverine costume. I didn't even see that shirt. So is there a Marvel faded. logo somewhere? Uh, no, because see, they did it right. Dressed as Marvel, shirt. I'm dressed that's as like Wolverine. a ten-year-old shirt. I know, I know. Yeah, I was gonna say that's a vintage shirt, but it literally is a vintage. You're gonna now. get a Forky shirt? No, I don't. Love I, I do much. like the Forky Halloween costumes. That, that yeah, look it up. It's it's pretty fork yourself, d- derpy looking. Shirt. That's gonna be frightening. Forky You're Halloween trash. costumes. <laughs> trash. It's real aggressive. I really liked when someone there would pull. Oh. <laughs> oh, pull, pull that on the other screen. There's really, our wall. That's our thumbnail. Oh, wow. <laughs> I really love when someone would hold Forky's hand and it would slowly, the pipe yeah. cleaner would pull over. This is I'm, a fucking a lot nightmare. Of physical comedy. I'm excited for the cosplay porn. They're going to uh, make a Forky and Miss Forky. Wait, what, what the fuck is Rainbow Shoes? Yeah. That must be those just are those, extra. Those oh. are the sticks. Remember? He has a broken tongue depressor in half. And it has a rainbow sticker on one. Gotcha. I always liked <laughs> how he'd walk, but then he then Woody had a bigger pace. Yeah. And so, so he'd, he'd walk, and then he'd go, he'd go, he'd go faster, uh-huh. and you have to catch up, and then you walk again. I think it's yeah, always weird it's when adorable. it's like the toys run out of breath. They're like, do they have organs? <laughs> well, yeah, his organ was his speech box. I was going to say, they girl ripped that right out of him. Yeah. Actually, he gave it up. Mm, he, he gave it up. He sacrificed that. For his friends. No, he didn't give anything up. When someone says, I'll kill him, well, unless you give me your wallet, that's not you giving up your wallet out of the generosity of your heart. He no, I would say you are sacrificing yourself. I think he gave it up. For your he knows he didn't need it anymore. No. He was trying to help another toy <clears throat> he didn't, no, he didn't who needed it. love. Oh, I don't, know, I don't know if it was that no. altruistic, as much it as he was wasn't. trying to protect the people no, no. he cared about. It was, it was her, Forky being held, a line of Bensons, and then him trapped against a wall and her going like, give it up. Yeah. We'll make it, we'll sew you up afterwards real shittily. Well, she, she manipulated him. <laughs> Show of hands if you would have let Forky also, die. I didn't know that was Christina yeah. Hendricks the whole time. Oh, movie. I wanted Forky to die immediately. He was an instigator. Oh, no, it was all Woody. Woody, it was all Woody's fault. Just let that trash yeah. die. Woody. He would have moved on. <laughs> yeah. Would have been good. Anyway, sorry, we're talking about the movie too much. Yeah, yeah. Uh, good first Enjoyed movie, it. Josh Cooley. Make some more. I mean, he obviously worked on other Pixar yeah, I mean, movies. Come on. He's he has just... some shorts or something. It's like what James said about the Dark Feature. Phoenix guy. Like, he was there. He was there the whole time. He saw how that X-Men Simon magic Sinclair, was made. Simon Kinberg. Kinberg. Yeah. Two, two diametrically op- opposed first films from those guys. Sure. Yeah. Sure. I agree to disagree. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you coming back around on Dark Phoenix? Oh, no. I, I uh, thought you were saying that this is the bad one. No, no. God, no. <laughs> um, anyway, yeah. Uh, Pixar, this is them at the top of their game. Uh, go see this movie. I don't think you could not enjoy I mean, this. We just spoiled the whole thing, so why would yeah. you? Yeah, I was going to say. Wait, hopefully no, you already no. have seen it. I, that I think, works against us in fair use. <laughs> I think going to, going to see it and going through uh, those emotions with Woody is definitely worth it. Oh, yeah, even if you watched us now and listened to us talk about it, you're not getting the experience of seeing it. No. Get a Woody with Woody today. Yeah, I'm, I make a few kickback dollars if yeah. you go see this movie. And if so. you come on your toys and leave the room, they can't move. All right, there we go. What See do you, you next think? Week. What do you think, Slinky? <laughs> hey, Vern! <laughs> Beverly Hillbillies! <laughs> Come on down to Tunson Toyota today! Man. <laughs> you won't get a lemon. Could we do a whole Ernest cast? Yes, we should. Uh, we could. Can, can, can we? Do you like views? Because oh. <laughs> you're going to get more we than you've ever had. Ideas, so let's, we um, need that. Yeah, I guess, I guess you guys, uh, tell us what your favorite Pixar movie is and maybe uh, what else yeah. we should talk about later this summer when favorite there's Ernest no more movie? movies. We'll talk about Stranger Things below. season one. There's, oh, three, there's like three. 20 Ernest movies we could talk about. His whole career in commercials. Why? I don't know. And Let the man <laughs> die. <laughs> then Eleven puts her pants on backwards because she's cool. Let's go, Vern. <laughs> Bye, everybody.